Hello and welcome to the Brookwood Church Ministries podcast. This message you're about to hear was given by Leighton Cubbage, and it was recorded at the Men's Connecting Point here at Brookwood Church on September 13th, 2021. Our prayer is that this encourages you in your walk with Christ. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. Anyway, my brother is Jimmy Hill, and he, he uh, sits up front in the good seats. I sit in the back seats, I think. Perry calls them the, the uh, stadium seats or something back there in the back. But he texts me and he says, your name's in the bathroom on the wall at, at, and you're going to have me talking. I said, I said that, that's a great feeling. <laughs> so I knew y'all would say something about Clemson football because Clemson football and football in general's around. And the reality of my football was that I played about 100,000-plus plays at Clemson, but most of them were on the practice field, okay? (laughs) And so it was pretty humbling and uh, a little bit frustrating, but uh, it's it's part of my life, and and the Clemson football has really changed a lot and has grown and just gone wild and everything. And I um, got a true story that happened. and this, this is another one of those things that, that kind of warms me up a little bit and maybe connects with some of y'all. I was in, I was uh, a uh, high school uh, star, I guess, a Hall of Fame in Sumter. And I thought I was going to be in the NFL. And when I got to Clemson, it just didn't work out. But when I go back to Sumter, people would know who I was. And we had this meeting in the hall with the Hall of Fame and it was crowded with Sumter people, big room, bigger than this, and people were just cornering me and um, just wearing me out talking, you know, what's wrong with you, what you doing, how you doing, when you going? And I was like, okay, fine, fine, good, you know. And, and so um, we had a player on our team named Freddie Solomon, and Freddie played for the 49ers, and he hung out with all the famous football players, and he would bring p- players back to Sumter. And I didn't even really think about that, and I, didn't, I wasn't introduced to any of them, uh, for the point, but I uh, I was over I was over hanging out, kind of in an out of way spot, and trying to get away from the people. And I was just standing there, and so finally I started just doing the latent cubbage talk, you know, like yeah, yeah, I did so and so, you know, just kind of some tone. I, I can't remember now what what I actually said, but it was I'm full of you know full of everything, and I'm away, I'm, we're away from everybody. Jeff, stand up just for a second. And so, this is the, one of the worst moments of my life. I go, Leighton Cubbage. And he goes, nice to meet you. I'm Walter Payton. I go, Walter, I've heard of you too. And then I said, I said, Walter, in the last 15 minutes that I've been talking, you'll make more money than I make all year. <laughs> but uh, Clemson football uh, was, a, was a tough time. And staying there for four years and practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing and practicing. And uh, you're, you got 22 guys at your position, you know, and you, you slide up and you're number three. And everybody, you know, you think you're great, but you just sit on Saturdays and you don't get to play. 
And um, I got myself in a jam, and I was four years in, and I wasn't going to graduate. And so I knew that I was going to have to go take, like, 20 hours, go to summer school and do all that. And I was going to have to pay my own way, and I was going to have to figure it out. So I, I made a retirement deal. I said, I'm retiring. I'm going to switch. i got to go do something else. And so, you know, my whole identity and who I was was about Clemson football. And even though I was just a JV, stinking JV, and, you know, got on some kickoffs and stuff. And so I pack all my stuff up in the dorm, and uh, I'm going to call my dad. But uh, I was just crying. I mean, just tell you the truth. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, but I was just crying. I was weeping. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know where I was going to go. I didn't, I didn't have anything to do. I didn't know where I was going to stay. But I, I walked down, and I called 7733142. My father was, was, a, uh, was 50 when I was born, so he was like my age right now, 68, and, uh, or maybe, maybe 70. Um, and I said, uh, Daddy, uh, I'm retiring from football. i got to go on to the next part of my life. And he said these words. He said, you're my horse if you never win a race. Wow. You know, it's like in one second. Pow! You know, he freed me from, from chains of this thing that I was fighting for that was were crazy. And he told me he loved me unconditionally. He told, my daddy told me it was okay to not be a Clemson linebacker and to go do what you do. And man, it was that moment. I mean, it was like lightning. It was like a chainsaw. And I, and I said, well, good. And I packed the car and I drove right down to Chanello's Pizza. And a boy told me he, he was making 18% on all the deliveries he could make on Chanello's Pizza. And I said, man, I'm going to deliver $1,000 worth of pizza a day, and I'm going to kill it. I'm going to attack. And I went in there, and I said, hey, I need a job, and I need a job bad. I don't have any place to go. I used to be a football player about an hour ago. Now I'm a dang. <laughs> I said, i got to have a job. And he, the guy goes, whoa, okay. You want to start right now? I said, yep. Let's go. Whew. Okay. Roll forward to about 11 o'clock that night, and I'm, I'm going back to Malden Hall where the football players all lived, right where my room was, and I had pizzas. And people were going, hey, come. Hey, man, what are you doing? I'm like, I've got a new career now, baby. <laughs> I'm in pizzas. But, and, I, and that was kind of like the start of my business life. And I think it came from, from just having somebody behind me believe in me. And it doesn't take but one person. You know, one person make a difference in your life. And my father, at the right moment, said the right thing. Okay, move on down. There's a, a guy sitting in this room. I think his name is Perry. <clears throat> well, I go through life, and uh, there's a period of time where, where I'm CEO of this and chairman of that, and I buy companies and sell companies and fly in airplanes and wear fancy suits. 
A lot of real good stuff, yada, 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 that guy. So we come over to Brookwood. My wife and I come over, and we're slipping in, and I'm sitting about from here to Perry. Oh, there he is. Just kidding. I know he's here. And he's, walk, he's walking around, and he's doing that way. He kind of paces, and he's looking at me. like I'm like, I don't know him. And he starts describing who I am down to a T. And I looked at my wife. I said, you wouldn't talk to him about me? Just, I mean, she's like, no, 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 I didn't say anything about that. I didn't say anything about that. Okay. And, he, and then Perry walked back, and he walked by and looked at me. And I'm like, ah. And this, this is pathetic. This, let me tell you, this, this is what I did. I said, okay, I'm CEO of the family, and this is what we're going to do. Tomorrow morning is 8 o'clock. We're having an 8 o'clock meeting on God. We're meeting on God, and uh, let's start the meeting. And I had I had the I had the uh, Brookwood little program, and I said, okay, let's get everything out of that, and let's talk about every single thing. And uh, my wife said, my wife is a Christian, and she slipped it over and said, no, no, you do that part. I go, okay, and then we just started. We started. Um, and it's been really wonderful for us. Um, 14 years later, this is our house, and these are all part of the part of those books that we fill up every morning. We call it coffee time, <laughs> and um, we calculate it's been about 5,000 hours of that. So in the last 14 years, except for maybe one or two days that time, I was waiting on time or something, um, we've done it every morning. And, I, and I, I'm not a preacher, I'm a businessman, and I'm not, uh, I don't know a lot, but I do know that um, it has changed my life to go in in the mornings and begin to, 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 thank God for all my blessings, to pray for people, for study the Bible, to do uh, devotions um, and reach out in, in, in a private way. In, in 14 years, people have said, you know, y'all you, ought to write a book about what, that, what it's like. Y'all ought to go talk to some people about it. And, and you know, and then... Y'all asked me to come talk, and my sister and family, they had been putting a book together, and I said, um, I went to Jeff Baker, and, and Jeff said, wow, this is, this is pretty unique, and you can help people with this. This is significant. So I think just very simply, I want to just tell you what we've been doing for 14 years, why we did it, and... Um, 
there might be one person in here that, that will do this or, or at least know somebody that ought to do it who might, it might affect, you know. So it might, this whole thing might be really worthwhile. And I don't know who you are. And this is not some intellectual, theoretical. This is just basic offense, you know, going straight at, going at, going straight at the issues. And I, I'm going to just make, make some points. And we also have we built a website, LeightonandTammyCubbage.com. And you just can kind of see how this works. So if you, if you want to know what we do, we pull out a journal. Like, this is the current journal right here. And in the journal, we'll, like, we'll put the morning down, what the time is, what the temperature is. And we begin writing out, you know, I, I start just sort of writing, like, tomorrow, this is going to be what we call the big page. And I'll show you that in a second. But tomorrow, you know, I'll write down some of the things that happened. We had a fantastic business day today. They're not all fantastic. I got stuff to put in there. But, but I ask her, is there any good news? Is anybody, is anybody, what about the kids? How are they doing? What's, anybody, what, what do you know? You know, is it, you know, is there something you want to talk about? You know, is something you want to, I mean, and by the way, um, I go to sleep like a brick, and if she tries to talk to me right before I go to sleep, it makes me wake up, you know. <laughs> so I say, can we just do this in the morning? And it works really well. So what happens is you're sitting there, and you, you know, we become what we think about. As a man thinks of his heart, so is he. And, and with those thoughts, we start personally driving toward the thoughts we want to get to. Because I guarantee you, each one of us have, like, we're all broken as, like, in the, the music, you know. By the way, that was the greatest music. I love being here and hearing, hearing you. Don't call me at 3 in the morning when you get up either, but, but <laughs> right? But um, we got to get our thoughts right. How can you go out and compete with anybody if you don't feel right about yourself, okay? You know, what are you saying to yourself? And people say, well, you've got to try to control your thoughts. Well, I don't know how to control my thoughts. But I guarantee you, when I'm thankful and thanking God, I go, Lord, I appreciate this. I appreciate that. By the time I get about halfway down the page, my attitude's changed. And, and, and I look up and I go, wow. And then we write down things and we forget things. And even, you know, um, if you go back five years, God, they were different. You go back 10 years, they were different. Go back 14 years, God, they're all kind of things different. And so, so this is with my wife and me alone. And everybody's going to ask in the end, well, God, it takes a lot of time, doesn't it? Right? That, that takes a lot of time. But how do you all afford that time? What time do you go to bed at night? What you watching on TV? You get 168 hours, okay? 168, whether you're a billionaire or, the, or whatever, you only get 168 hours. So you, you manage your time. You know, sometimes I go, click, we're not watching that. That's stupid. 
was a waste of time. And we now love getting up early before the sun comes up and doing this. And we do it on the weekends. And we do it before church. And it's changed our lives. It's changed our lives. Because guess what? Everything's not good in your life. There's somebody that does something to you, hurts you, you lose your mama, you know. <clears throat> this is one of my favorite things. On the left high, on the left hand side of the of the notebook, we have something called the big page. And the big page is something like like I bought her a bunch of flowers when I came home from uh, uh, in July from uh, Lakeside. And up here is where my grandson sent me a little note from camp. This is where, where my brother's wife, Betty, her birthday. This is just, you know, thank you, Lord, for today. Just thank you, Lord, for today. And then there's, um, it's kind of funny. I own part of the community journal, and they put my football picture <laughs> And one of those things, and I said, when a guy owns part of the community journal, he can get his JV self on the cover. <laughs> I'm, I'm still trying to live that fake life. <sighs> so, so you got you got the big page, and when when it's when it's someone else's birthday, snap a picture of it and send it to them. And my my kids and grandkids all want their big page. And sometimes you forget how good your life is. And when you can flip through those big pages, 31 of them in a month, bam, 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 bam. It makes you feel wonderful. And you're thankful to God. You're not just faking it. You are really thankful. You, you know, and he knows it, I think. I think my opinion. So, Okay. We love to get a devotion, you know, and, and we have them online with Brookwood. You have all kind of materials online for materials. But a devotion, and I read it out loud, you know, we like to have scripture in there, and it just, it's just a little, they're little quick devotions. It's not like you're going to, you know, um, organic chemistry class, but there's some beautiful things written for daily devotions. We do that. Um, I didn't mean to bring all of this, but I did. Here's a little one called Jesus Calling. Everybody ever heard of that? That's a good one. There's all kinds of ones, and you, you know, you don't have to, you know, you, they're just simple. It puts, puts that into your head. And it might be the scripture. That scripture that day may knock you out. And you go, well, that was an accident. I don't think it's an accident. One of the things about the Bible um, that I've noticed is that I've been to men's Bible studies before. And, and like, a, like a weekly thing where you're like executive ministries, it was really wonderful. And I've been there, and sometimes um, advanced Christians start really wanting to whip stuff out like, well, that's in the book of uh, Enos, and it was uh, the 13th chapter of the 14th. And you're going, 
where did Jesus say that? You know, you know, and and so when you have your Bible out with your wife, and you go and you look at what's on that program that they're talking about, and you come back, and and the words in red where Jesus said them, they're pretty clear. They're pretty clear. It's not the maybes. You know, it's his word. And then the gospels, and and even even during the the Christmas season, going through that, you know, and reading it in all the all the different um, books, there's a freedom of that. Especially, especially illuminating for for us has been we must have gone through Proverbs 25 times, you know, and I'm telling you what, um, I've been to business school and all that yak yak. But that's the best business school I've ever been to is Proverbs. You know, your name is more important than gold and silver, baby. And that's the way those deals go. The higher the deal goes, it's who you are at the table. You know, it's not somebody slick doing some kind of negotiation stuff. They want to know who you are, right? So, so, so working through and studying the Bible as part of a morning exercise with your wife together. You learn together. And you don't have any pressure of trying to find the book the fastest or or whatever we do as men to each other, you know. And you can underline things and write things down and 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 it and, it, and it's just it's just special. Part of the blinding obvious, isn't it? The prayer list. Um, there was a guy from Executive Ministries named Don Preston. Did anybody y'all remember him? Yeah. Man, that guy. He was he was amazing. He um, on those Fridays um, that we would go to Executive Ministries for Executive Boys that didn't know squat he worked with us and he 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 uh he got me to go on a trip to cambodia with him i was terrified and he was he's 20 years older than me and he was running around like a cat and just wonderful guy and um he wanted to have lunch with tammy and i one time and we went out we went out to uh, stacks omega and when we did he pulled out a notebook about this thick about this thick. He says, you know, I pray for y'all on Tuesdays. I, well, I said, well, thank you. And then he, while we were there, he, he pulled this book out. He pulled the book out and goes, look, here's your name. And Tammy goes, looks on and goes, he's got, he's got 100, 200 people he prays for on Tuesday. And we're one of them. You know what? You got the ability to be in this big, beautiful church with everything around you. And you may be the only Christian left in your company. You may be the only Christian in your family left. I went to a wedding in our family, and part of our family is from California. They, they didn't even say the word God. I thought, man, that's not going to happen anymore in anywhere I'm going to be around. They wanted me to speak. I wouldn't speak. We were, we were you know, so... That's what the world is tearing people down and trying to make God and Jesus like 
It ain't cool. We got to fight. And guess what? You may be the only person that's going to pray for somebody. When you tell them you're going to pray for them, pray for them and write it down. Let me tell you something else. Let me tell you this, too. Forgiveness is the hardest thing I've ever heard of. It is when someone does you wrong, you tell me it's easy to say, I forgive you. I got a guy that held me all the time. He was a first team center, and he would hold me during practice. And I, it makes you look stupid. You know, you're trying to go to get up the ball, and the guy's holding you. And I couldn't forgive him. I had somebody in business think they had me uh, shell trapped, you know, in a deal. And the guy just said, I got you, you know. It's like, what? You know, what? You got me. He said, yeah, I've thought this thing out, and you can't get out of this mess. And, you know, that's a lie, but the guy thought it, and he had me in a financial jam, like a big, big deal. And, and uh, I put his name, I put his name in this book, and I had to say it every day day I had to say it every day <sighs> you know <clears throat> and it got to the point where it was time to take him to court and get him right and uh, during the court and the, and the whatever's going on I just like you know what I forgive him it's weird I'm not mad I don't care if he takes the money. I don't care. I'm not going to be mad. I got so much going on. I don't need that, all that. I just said, can I have a meeting with him? He comes in. He's looking at me like this. I said, uh, I forgive you. I, I don't have any, I, I really don't have any, I don't want to fight you. I don't care. And he just, it was just like, it was just like a hit him with some kind of zap gun, you know. And and I, I walked away, and this guy has paid me back double probably what he owed me. I, I promise you. And I told him, I said, you know what? I love you, and you got, you got integrity because you didn't have to do that. But I'm convinced that the unnatural thing of forgiving somebody came from a prayer list that I, that I literally have a prayer list. Now, you know, like people say, well, How's your mama? Uh, she's she's dying. She's got uh, shot in the leg, and she's. Whatever. I pray for. Her. You don't you, you don't pray for. Her. You forget, <laughs> right? You forget to pray for. Her. I meant to pray for. Her. Did did I did did me saying I was going to pray for her kind of count to God? Probably somehow I don't know. <laughs> but you didn't pray for. Her. But I tell you this: when you when you and your wife have a little book and you go. Warren Moise, David Vaughn, I mean, Barney and Jill, Gloria, Tripp, Jimmy and Betty. You're praying for them. You're praying for them. All righty. Oh, this is a good one. This is a real good one. 
what we do is that we, we, <clears throat> we pray together. And uh, I've never prayed together with somebody in my life. Never prayed with my wife together. Well, I found this thing, and it's cross. And, and sometimes I, we, what we do is we just, we put it on a bench between us. And we get on our knees. I won't get on my knees because I couldn't get back up right now. But, <laughs> but we hold hands, and then I say a prayer out loud. And then I, I pray for whatever we're pray, for what we need prayer for. And then I squeeze her hands, and she prays. And then we get up, and it's our day, you know. And, you know, it's a different day, and it's a different week, and it's a different month, and it's a different year if you do that day in and day out. And it's significant what it's done for my life, much less our life, and um, I wanted to, to just say we stumbled upon this, and we embraced it, and we, we love doing it. It's not like, oh, no, I got to go do this. I look forward to it. It's like, it's like somebody says, come on, let's, let's come, come, in, come, come, I got something I want to show you. I want you, to, I want you to be a part of something. I, w I want you to eat some Chick-fil-A. You know, it's like, wow, come on. You know, I'm excited about it. And I tell you, it's, you know, Galatians there, um, it's changed our attitude, you know, what is important and, and what, what are we going to accentuate? What are our plans, you know? Where are we going? Where do, where do we want to be, you know? You know, do you want to, do you want when you, when when they when they drag you up? Do you, do you want them to say, you know, he was a Christian, she was a Christian, and you know they're going to heaven. You know that's the kind of way I feel. I, I don't. Clemson football, entrepreneurship, blah blah blah, money money, blah blah blah. It's fake. It's fake. But this is real. This is real. And we've seen things in our life that we can't explain, but we explain them, and we look at each other, and we know we know. Okay? I, got, I, will, I want to do some Q&A with you. We're going to have, have time. But um, the, the, the biggest thing that, that that's anyone's ever asked me about is, well, how much time does it take? And... Um, if you are realistic, you can sit down in 30 minutes and do something, or 15 minutes and do something. And, and then, I've, I've, you know, I've got a simplistic website and just shows you where the stuff is. But, you know, maybe you've never um, done it with your wife or whoever you want to marry or whatever. Um, but it's a different thing, you know. It's you know when two people come together, it's like a church. I think, I mean, it's bam, two two of us come together. So it starts out as being maybe this is something good we ought to do, 
to really write down that we are thankful and we are giving, giving credit to God. And, um, you know, when you're in business or, or like, you, like you young guys and you're married, there are girls that come after you if they think you're prosperous. They'll ask you to lunch. I'd like to go, you know, pick your brain about so-and-so. You've done so much. I always say, let me call Tammy, and, and they, guess what? They don't want to go, you know. And so there's all, there's all kind of temptation in the world. Uh, that, that's an understatement. But when you get up off the ground, off your knees, holding hands with your wife, and you spend 30 or 40 minutes, everything gets better. Her attitude gets better in every category, and your attitude gets better. And you get to study things that you've always wanted to study because you've got a study partner, okay? So it takes you deeper into the Word, and the Word's not just come in and somebody gives you a message and you work out. You get involved with it. You come to, you, you, you know God, you know. I, uh, I was doing the Lord's Prayer uh, a few years back with her, and I said, give us this day our daily bread. I said, we ain't got any problems. We got plenty of food. I'm tired of complaining about all this stuff. And by the way, we got one day at a time. You know, give us this day our daily bread. I'm going to make this day great. People say, when are you going to retire? I'm already having the best day possible. You know, my job, I work and who I'm around, I want to be around them and, and I want to do my exercise and I want to do my, my Bible study in the mornings or whatever. And boom, I'm here tonight, I'm free. You know, boom, this, this is a great day. So this is how he taught us to pray. And, you know, if you can't remember it, you can get this and read it. And I've read it probably a thousand times. <laughs> okay? And it, it just frees you, makes you excited, makes you positive. And um, it's a personal thing, I know, but you may have a wife that, that wants you to kind of join in and be a part of something, you know, and you hadn't done it. And it'll bring you closer together, and it will be a reinforcement, you know. Because I tell you, there's all kind of temptation out there. It comes after you, you know. I get on tiger net, and next thing I know, you know, there's some, you know, something to look at. This girl in bathing suit, and I'm, I'm not looking at this. <laughs> you know, you can't help you just start looking, you know. So we're all human. But uh, anyway. Um, and here, here, here's a big one. We're all broken, okay? And don't, don't let your past disqualify you. Don't say, well, I shouldn't be trying to have a Bible study. I'm not worthy. I didn't go to, I didn't go to the you know, theology school, and I, didn't, I, didn't really, I don't really know all the books of the Bible. You doesn't stop me. I just, jump on the, I just jump on those red words. I jump on Proverbs, boom, bop, 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 bop. If Jesus said it's pretty good, I can figure that out, right? But don't, don't say you can't do something because you're not good enough. 
you're saved. You know, and he, he wants us. That's what I'm feeling. And, he, and he, it's, it's just different. So all that discouragement's out there with everybody thinking they're not good enough. Puh! Tell them to get off the bus. We're, we're on the, we're, hey, we're blessed. We have the freedom to do it. And, you know, when you get to a certain age, how much time you got? Let's go. Let's get it on there. You know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm not in the last lane, but I'm in the fast lane. You know? Just start. Just start. I used, to, you know, I used to tell those little rookie defensive tackles, I'd say, quit worrying about the defense. Just hit somebody. You're getting in my way. Quit. Just hit. Just do something. Okay? Punk. You know? Just go get started. Go try. Take the, take the Brookwood program and, and do it with her. Just study that thing. You don't have to have the book and all that. That's just what we do. But get down and do something every day, every morning. I'm glad I have. It just, I didn't intend to go 14 years in a row doing something like this. It just happened. It got better and better and better and better. And people said, God, y'all are right about it. And I was like, God, I've, I've done so many. I'm, I'm not worth and then I said, what, what, what does it matter? And, um, you know, Perry and all those guys, they, they let you know, you know, you don't have to be Werner Von Braun, you know. You don't have to, you know, we're not shooting rockets. Just try. Just start. Um, love, love talking to you, and I hope I am just driven you crazy, but. I just maybe maybe we could have a discussion just a little bit. Is that okay? All right. You want to ask any questions or say anything? I'm. I'd appreciate it. All right. No, pardon? It's called Leighton Cubbage, Leighton Leighton and Tammy Cubbage, dot com. And it's just between us. It's not. There's no. <laughs> <laughs> We're not selling anything, Ronco or anything. But um, you can read read more about it. We wrote written some about it. Yeah, um, any other questions? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you put a website up here? LeightonCubbage.com. Man, is this technology great or what? Look at all this. Yes, sir. Do, do what now? No, no, we don't. It's just, I mean, you know, sometimes we just go over an hour, and that's like I got we got to go. But do you mean like like do do I go to a men's Bible study? No, I hadn't. No, no. Um, yeah, you scroll down there. And uh, <laughs> Jeff came up with that, the, 
the hours together and the coffee. But you can check, you can um, also, if you click on, uh, you click on these little things, you can download a page where you can do the big page or a journal page and then the, pre and the, and the prayer list, you can download one of those. So, you know, if it's not for you and you know somebody else that maybe your son or something and, um, or somebody in your family, you know, just show them this. Yes, sir. Um, my father, that had the sixth grade education and had to teach himself how to read, was a Sunday school teacher. And then we went to a little small country church, and so um, he he taught me a lot. You know, and I resisted, and uh, but I can't remember not being a Christian. So I knew. I knew God wasn't happy with me a lot of times and feel ashamed of myself about different stuff. But pardon? After your football retirement, Well, I, I uh, started a pizza business. Um, had had two pizza restaurants in Columbia, and um, they did pretty good. And I just, I just, you know, um, it's a lot like all what y'all know, you know, and you get to a certain age and people say, well, how'd you do that? It's perseverance. It's just raw dog perseverance. You know, maybe the 100,000 plays of not having your name called in the stadium is kind of indicator of what you got to do, you know, just not quit and improve yourself, work on yourself, work on yourself, invest in yourself. Anything else? Anybody else? I'll be in the parking lot asking anybody else. <laughs> Thank y'all. Thank you for listening. If you were encouraged by this message, you can learn more about our men's ministry here at Brookwood by visiting brookwoodchurch.org forward slash adults. Or you can call us anytime at 864-688-8212. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.